Welcome to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. I'm Philip Weigel, here with my brother, John Michael. Together, we set out to create a better program that can bridge the gap between gyms and help more athletes improve their fitness. Each week, we ask ourselves, what can we do better? And we challenge each of you to do the same. Our mission is to share our knowledge from our nearly two decades of experience as CrossFit athletes and coaches to help you approach each day's training with more purpose. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Improvement Imminent Podcast. We're knocking out the second half of the week, and I gotta say, I'm pretty excited about it. I really like what we've got planned for Thursday as far as our strength or our skill work, really, and our workout. Um, And then I don't mind Friday's workout at all either. And then this Saturday, we're going to be bringing you a hero workout. So let's start with Thursday. We are going to be doing skill work. We're going to go through five rounds of five snatch drops, five low hang to finished pulls, and then five high hang snatches. Uh, We're going to start very light with this, and we're just working on our technique, trying to make sure that we are moving smoothly and efficiently. Um, The focuses are on timing and positioning way more than they are on load. So trying to make sure that we meet the bar in the right place at the right time in the lift. So a snatch drop. That's where we've got a bar sitting on our back, and we kind of fall beneath it and lock our elbows as we do. There is no dip or drive. It is standing tall to being under the bar. It's a tricky little lift. It's all about quick elbow lockout, kind of pushing yourself beneath that bar. The low hang to a finished pull. What we're doing there is we're going to let the bar hang down just below our kneecaps, and then we're going to clear our kneecaps and dry with our legs and shrug our shoulders. Uh, That's it. So we're not taking the bar all the way overhead. We're not even bending our elbows. Uh, We're driving and we're finishing just like that drill we use in the Bergener warm-up to get prepared for snatches. And we'll probably use that to prep this day. So with that lift, it's all about getting those hips to fully extend and then moving the shoulders immediately afterwards. Then the last five, high hang snatches. That's where we've got the bar sitting in our hip and we do a very small vertical dip. Uh, We're not leaning forward and letting the bar slide down our thigh. It's gonna stay up in our hip. From that tiny dip position, we explode up by extending our legs, then we shrug our shoulders, and we quickly pull ourselves down under the bar. Because of where we're starting, there's not going to be a lot of upward momentum that the bar has compared to pulling a bar off the ground. So you're going to have to really work on pulling yourself under that bar quickly. So between these three lifting drills, we're trying to kind of mesh together the pieces of a snatch. We've got the fast drop at the beginning, then we've got a deliberate drive into a shrug in our pool in the middle and then finally we finish by having a little bit of drive and shrug and a very fast pull under the bar to actually catch it so be uh, very deliberate with how you operate here we need to make sure that we're learning from the barbell not just trying to throw it around but really thinking about how we throw it around it is totally acceptable to be doing this with just a PVC pipe. In fact, if your coaches are doing their job well, they might put a PVC pipe in your hands uh, and tell you that you don't need a barbell. You need to work on how you move your body more than how you move the bar. We have to move ourselves well to have a bar come along for the ride. All right, after that skill work, we're going to go into our workout. For this workout, um, I've got a list of movements. Basically, they're all ab exercises. You can look at them that way. Um, You're going to be doing a 12-minute AMRAP. 
of one of those movements and every 90 seconds on the clock, you're going to have to stop moving and you're going to go grab a kettlebell and swing it for 10 reps. So the movements are GHD sit-ups, calories on a ski erg, toes to bar, V-ups, or ab mat sit-ups. Now, it's not really about getting the biggest number. That's what you are doing in this workout is you're trying to do as many of those exercises as possible. Um, and ideally, I want you to just pick one of them and continue it the whole way through. Yes, that will make you sore. Um, becoming sore is, is our body's process towards building and, and strengthening parts of itself so that it's more resilient. So that's kind of a good thing if you look at it the right way. Uh, if you are too concerned about getting overwhelmingly sore, then you may use multiple movements. Or if you feel like something has become a problem, maybe you're doing GHD sit-ups and your back's starting to pinch, then get off of that go right into V-ups or ab mat sit-ups. Do something different that's not going to hurt you but does allow you to move through the full 12 minutes at a pretty, uh, pretty decent working pace. All right, we want to get a lot of work accomplished here. Um, Oh yeah, to start the workout, you're also going to have to begin with the 10 kettlebell swings, and then every 90 seconds you'll be called back to that kettlebell to repeat 10 swings before going back uh, to your ab exercise. So with this one, uh, there's, there's going to be a lot of reps. This is going to become mental after a little while. Um, let's be real, your abs can keep working. You're just not going to want to make them do that job. So be smart about the movements you use. Please be safe with it, but uh, try to have fun and, and give yourself a good challenge with it. Uh, that's Thursday, so on to our Friday work. We're going to begin, uh, well actually Friday, we're just doing a little bit of a longer workout. 10 rounds for time of 24 double unders, 12 bar facing burpees, then six deadlifts, at 205 and 145, uh, those are our prescribed weights for it. Then finally, three hang power cleans with that same weight. Now, that weight is meant to be pretty heavy on the hang power clean. Um, I would like to see people using around 70% of their one rep max on a hang power clean. Uh, I think that'll allow you to do those three reps unbroken on all the rounds if you're really determined to hold on to your bar and string together a cycle of three. Now, John Michael and I have talked about this in the past. Uh, hang power cleans should not be banged off your quads. They should be loaded down your leg and then driven back up with a leg motion, not with a, a hip thrust into the bar. So please try to use these to actually better your fitness and not just go through a workout to get a time to say you did it. Um, this is a valuable exercise where we can we can learn to better manipulate a barbell and better move our body to do so. And that's what we are encouraging you to use it as. Now, 10 rounds of this is going to take quite a little bit of time. Um, it's probably going to be between a minute and two minutes per round, I think. And if you're able to do if you're able to do your rounds uh, in under two minutes and 30 seconds, then that'll be that'll be pretty acceptable for the day. So even if you feel like you went a little bit too heavy on the barbell, it'll be okay. Um, but really, try to commit to doing all three of those reps unbroken every time you pick up your bar. Uh, and ideally, it'll be right after your final deadlift. So you'll do number six and just hold on and go right into your set of three hang power cleans. 
All right. So that Friday workout out of the way, we're going to go Saturday for a hero wad this week. That workout is going to be a partnered version of the hero wad Liam. Now, we'll post the uh, story of this young man on, on the page when we put up the workout. Um, he was unfortunately killed in Afghanistan on September 21st in 2013. Um, and he was a U.S. Army Sergeant, first class, Liam J. Nevins. So when you guys get into this workout, you do get to work with a partner, but we want you to try to take yourself to a pretty uncomfortable place. And remember that somebody else put themselves in harm's way to the extent that they lost their life uh, to protect freedoms that we take for granted all too often. So go there and, and learn something from it. It's a good opportunity to get well outside your comfort zone and walk away a stronger person. So the workout itself, we're going to be doing 800 meter run as a partner pair uh, carrying a 45 or a 35 pound plate. So the two of you have to go out and run together. Once you get back in the gym, you have to do 100 toes to bar, 50 front squats, and uh, 10 rope climbs before you are going to get to go outside again and run that same 800 with your partner and your plate. So it's kind of like Murph, where we've got the bookends of some uh, monostructural work, we'll call it. And then we've got gymnastics sorts of work in the middle, although we do have a barbell as well for those front squats. Um, with the 100 toes to bar, the 50 front squats, and the 10 rope climbs, just like Murph, you are allowed to break that as you desire. So you can uh, segment it into rounds of 10, 5, and 1 if you want to, or you can come up with some other strategy with your partner. Now, for those rounds in the middle, one of you is working while the other is resting. And there's an added tidbit we've got for you. You have to keep the plate off the floor the entire workout. So from the call of three, two, one, go, to the time that you finish your final uh, couple meters of that 800 meter run at the end, you have to have that plate um, held, basically. It can be anywhere you want. You just have to keep it off the ground and it has to be held somewhat in your hands or at your shoulder. All right, you're not allowed to set it on your feet and stand there. Okay, so don't pull that one. This is going to be difficult and it's going to take a little bit of focus because while you are resting, you're still working because that plate needs to stay off the ground. So once you guys finish whatever you choose to do in the middle for the 10, 50, and, or rather 150 and then 10 reps, uh, once you finish that, you get to go outside and run again. And that finishing run, uh, I would say try to try to really utilize a stronger runner if you have them and have them carry the plate a little bit more of the time so that you can push the pace a little bit and finish strong. Um, it's going to be quite a bit of a workout, but given what we did the day before, uh, actually the two days before it, I think it's kind of needed to do some toes to bar and loosen back up our core, uh, as well as we haven't done a tremendous amount of grip in the two days prior. So hopefully your hands are feeling okay, uh, and, we're, and we're looking at being able to hold on and do decent sets on those toes to bar. Uh, obviously, if you and your partner have different abilities, then consider using a different plate or consider if there's a big discrepancy that the stronger partner just always has a second plate that they have to carry. Uh, so if I'm working with somebody who's not quite as strong, maybe I'm going to carry a 25 pounder and so are they. And then when they need a break, I have two 25 pound plates that I have to deal with. 
that way we're both challenged and we're both working uh, quite hard to try to, to try to push our limitations while we are at the same time working side by side. So play your own game, but do it with a partner and have fun with this. And at the same time, go to a mental place that, that you don't go every day. Okay, learn something from this experience. All right, well, we will catch you guys in the gyms. Have fun with this, and we will, we will be putting out another podcast on, uh, on Sunday morning. So check back in and catch up on next week.